Hello friends, Mali Ponpadit here. I am the CEO of the SOAR Community Network and co-founder of SOAR Community Nebula. We are interviewing 1,000 champions of change and we're calling them change agents. And uh, the goal is to interview 1,000 this year from around the world. We have this beautiful soul with us today, Reverend Sylvia Sumner. I love her. I really love her, and I know that you're going to fall in love with her as well. Reverend Sylvia, thank you so much for being a part of this initiative and trusting us with your time and your insights. Thank you for having me, Molly. And as you know, I, I love your spirit. I love the work you're doing. So any call from you is met by an open heart from me. Thank you. Well, it's been a journey, and it's still a journey to find that sense of alignment and that truth within myself. And as we all go through this as human beings, I would love to start this interview by having you share with our community who you are and the work that you're doing in the world today. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, as you said, I'm Reverend Sylvia Sumter, and I am the Senior Minister of Unity of Washington, D.C., which is a non-denominational, very progressive uh, church and spiritual community. I've been there for 29 years, I think. Um, yeah, long time. And uh, well, it's my commitment to do, this is my calling. It's my, you know, not just my job or my work, but it's what my spirit has been called to do. So the longevity of it is fine. Um, <clears throat> but I have a wonderful spiritual community. And, um, you know, we're all committed to just continually being a light and doing great work. Great. And beyond, obviously, being a church and having people come and listen and learn and be with spirit, be in tune with their higher purpose and higher power, what types of programs exist? Are there some things to invite people in to come and learn? I really want to highlight the opportunities for people to explore this with you. Yes, we have constant workshops um there's not a time where we won't have a class or a workshop and the class might be how to delve into your own being it might be on harnessing you know conscious relationships um it might be on taking care of the physical body and being it might be how to be in spiritual community how to how to be a light bearer um we have meditation we spent we do a lot of meditation because we believe that the way out is actually the way in. So we have all types of meditations that are offered during the week. We have a, a monthly Thursday meditation, a monthly Wednesday meditation. We meditate in our Sunday services every Sunday. We take at least five to 10 minutes to calm down and to, and to quiet ourselves and to go within and meditate. But we have guest speakers who come from all genres, uh, helping us to really work on the self. Because as we heal ourselves, we're better able to heal the world. You can't start healing the world if you haven't taken time to touch your own being and self. Yes, beautiful. Well, can you share an experience uh, or some anecdote that helps us know that you have had love and kindness and compassion sprinkled on in your life to, to make you the person that you are today? Is there anything that you would like to highlight in this journey of your life? I was thinking about that question and someone made a comment to me just the other day that wherever we are in life, we really could not be there without having had the help of someone else. Whether it was a teacher who opened the door, somebody is always opening the door 
for us to step in. The first person who hired you, you know, your employer opened a door that enabled you to have a platform or a school that admitted you into its higher education opened the door for you. So I was just reviewing that my life is really blessed, but it's blessed by so many people that I probably couldn't even name individually. But I'm grateful for the divine um, happening and mix so that at the right time when I needed to be accepted into college or when, when I was in high school and I needed to hear an affirmation or an affirming of my own being from a teacher who said, you're an intelligent woman, you can do this. And I was, what? No one ever made that kind of a statement, but it touched my heart and it opened my mind that I could be someone greater than I even imagined. I could step into intelligence and wisdom and love, just her affirmation. She probably doesn't even know she affected me in that manner, but she did. So I think I've had so many people along the way. I'm grateful for every encounter because it all has added onto who I am and the path that, I, that I've traveled on and where I am today. Fantastic, great, great answer, great answer. <laughs> As you spend a lot of time with other spiritual teachers and uh, folks who are doing some incredible things in the community, nonprofit leaders, civic leaders, activists, you've seen it all. Uh, what are some of the characteristics that are consistent over time that make up a community builder or a champion for change? Right. I think it's connected to what I just mentioned, that when the self feels a sense of realization, the next step, is moving beyond oneself to the greater collective consciousness. And those are the people then who are able to care about others, to think about others, to connect with others. It isn't so much about me, 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 but it's about what are we becoming and how can this me that I am affect the greater, larger good of society or a community? And so for me, a change agent has the ability to move beyond the limitations of their own limited sense of self. Mm -hmm. And their hearts and minds are open so that they care for the other, the sacred other. I think you reach a point spiritually when you recognize, really recognize, that the other is me. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that when you move beyond this sense of me, that you must embrace the other. Um, and so you're willing then to lift up people and to, to make sure that the greater good, the larger community, you know, we have a saying that whatever is best and highest for all concerned. So it's the highest good for all concerned. And when you begin to awaken spiritually, consciously, you automatically must include the, the other. Um, so, so I think those are the qualities that you're, you have a capacity for the collective, a capacity for compassion, a capacity for understanding and a willingness to move beyond yourself. Right, right. Well, now let's talk about how you're utilizing your life experiences, your skills, everything that you've learned and are teaching. How are you supporting your community? Are there causes that you would like to mention? And, uh, and, and how do you actively do that on a day-to-day? -day? It, it's kind of self-explanatory knowing your role, but I'd like for you to highlight the, what it takes, yeah. you know, what it takes to shift yeah. community. Yes, 
especially because we are in such precious times. We're in a time of a great turning, a great transformation. And anytime there's a leap into a new way of being, which I think is what's happening on our planet, and we're shedding some of the old is falling away and it looks very chaotic at times. And often then people are not necessarily feeling grounded and feeling, they're feeling a little unnerved by all of the chaos. And I see part of my role is to help us all understand that we're in this together and that what is happening is really a beautiful thing, but that we have to stand up for one another. We have to be in communion with one another and community with one another. So a cause that I have is personal to my heart is, is a movement that, we, that uh, my church and I are, are working on called Stand Up for Humanity. And I firmly believe that it doesn't take someone who's a rocket scientist or some big named individual, that everybody has something positive to contribute to society. It could be something as simple as you smile at someone walking down the street, not knowing that that smile, that simple gesture, lifted the consciousness and the vibration of that soul and yourself as well. So we want people to think that one person can make a difference and that if we all just make a commitment to stand for each other. When you see injustice, when you hear about intolerance, or you see something that's not quite right, that you speak to the greater good, that you, you know, it's time for us to speak up for each other and to stand up for one another, because we are all in this together. And we're having an event uh, on the mall in front of the Lincoln Center, no, Lincoln Memorial Reflecting Pool in front of Lincoln's Memorial, and we're gathering as many souls as possible to come on August 10th so that we can show that what this is what unity looks like. People standing for each other, people loving one another. So I hope, you know, your listeners will all come August 10th, six o'clock in the evening. It'll be a fabulous event with music and speakers and people who are committed, you know, to, to this whole concept of really building community and connection. It's fantastic. We'll be sure to list that on our calendar. Thank you. And we'll be sure to do that. It's a fantastic, beautiful idea. So Reverend Sylvia, um, you counsel. Yes, I you do. You preach. Yes. You coach. You do all those things. Yes. When times are tough for you, though, because you're there to support everyone else, how do you continue to move forward? Is there a quote a philosophy, a mantra, a motto that you go to consistently to keep you moving forward. Yes. And thank you for asking. Well, I try to take my retreats as often, which is why I end up going to, to India quite a bit. But that's for me so that I can feed myself because it's hard to feed people from an empty well. So I like to go deep and take time to meditate and pray and, and to be apart for a while. But there are many quotes. Um, one that I love is, it came to pass. And that was a quote that in, in the scriptures, um, it, it always says it came to pass. And when I can remember that this situation, this circumstance, it comes, but it comes to pass. Mm -hmm. It can literally come to pass, meaning it's coming about, but it also means that I don't have to get hung up on every little thing that is occurring, that I can observe it and be with it, but then let it pass. Because life is a flow, life is a movement. And if we get stuck in any one point or stagnant, then we die. So it's like Sylvia, 
it came to pass. Let it pass. Let it be. You know, see for what it is. Be present to it, but let it pass. I love that one for my own self. It helps to keep me sane. <laughs> yes, it is very good. Very helpful because uh, life is chaotic. So we just got to have those little things that we hold on to that remind us that this will pass and everything changes. You know, sometimes we don't want them to, but they have to. And sometimes yes. we really need them to. It can't happen fast enough, but it will change. <laughs> yes. Even um, the good stuff will change. Even the good stuff, exactly. Even the good stuff. So Reverend Sylvia, what does a better world look like through your eyes? Oh my, that's such a potent question. And it's a powerful vision. And some may say maybe even idyllic, you know, that it's, but I think it's a world, we have a statement in unity that we are trying to create a world that works for all. And by that, not that we're all going to look alike or think alike or take the same steps and journeys in our culture. But if there is a deep, honest respect for life and an honoring of every soul, every culture, every ethnic background, every person, if there's a respect and an honoring of that, then we can allow, I have a statement, two words that I use a lot also is love and allow. If I could just love and then allow, if I could allow you to be you and you can allow me to be me, whether my culture is different, that's all right. But we love and we allow. That to me is a world that works for all. Where we're still all trying to lift one another up, even in our diversity and our difference, because the overall scheme is we're really all just one people on the planet, one species. So like a bouquet. You know, the roses don't have to fight with the carnations. They're beautiful flowers and all of it makes a bouquet. So for me, the world that works for all is a world that people love and we allow. Not over and above, not greater than, but we allow. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Sylvia, for your time today, for being a part of our global initiative to feature incredible people doing fantastic things to help lift everyone up. Yes. And uh, I commend you for all these years of service Thanks. and that you live what you teach. I've witnessed it and it's powerful. It's very hard to do. Um, it's very hard to always be in integrity. It's very hard to stay true to your values when life moves so fast. Yes. Uh, when we have trauma and fears and insecurities all around us and within us yeah. it's very hard to stay on path and uh, it takes practice it takes and it, it takes also counseling from from those that you know have practiced it a lot longer than we have to keep to keep us straight so i commend you and i thank you so much for serving so many people throughout the years thousands upon thousands if not millions of people so we appreciate you we honor you and we love that you're a part of the store community network Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And ditto is what I can say for you. Continue on your journey. May you be blessed and strengthened and touch many hearts. And now we say sa too. Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank All you. Right. For those that are watching, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of this amazing series we're calling the SCN 1000 Change Agent Series. If you would like to nominate yourself, or someone in your life who's making an impact, please go to nebula.soarcommunitynetwork.com.
Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. Take care.